Before I jump into this podcast, I do want to give a quick shout out to my friend James Bean at SeedsHereNow.com. Make sure to check out SeedsHereNow.com for monthly sales, James Bean's pocket full of freebies, and of course, easy peasy credit card payment options. To catch the latest drops from your favorite breeders, check out SeedsHereNow.com. Welcome to the show, Podcast World. I'm your host. My friends call me Rasta Jeff. This is episode 773 of the Grow From Your Heart podcast. I've got a fun episode planned for us. Before we get to the main topic of today's show, let's do a few shout outs to a few of those great folks who continue to support the show on Patreon. Let's kick it off with a big Grow From Your Heart podcast thank you shout out to Paul K. Let's send a fist bump and a thank you shout out to Travis K and Kells P. Let's send a high five and a thank you shout out to Kyle H and Danger Cat. I want to send a special thank you shout out to my buddy Rick Robinette. Let's send a huge thank you shout out to my friend B Bala. I want to send a big thank you to Doc Grows. Let's send a super huge high five and a thank you shout out to my Canadian buddy Caribou Heart TV. I want to send a thank you shout out to another Canadian supporter, our friend JH. Then let's wrap it all up with a big Grow From Your Heart podcast thank you shout out to a longtime supporter, my friend Glenn Geroni. Big thanks and big shout out to everybody who continues to support the show on Patreon. If you are not already supporting the show and you would like to learn how to do so, all you have to do is visit www.patreon.com forward slash grow from your heart. Of course, all of the info you need will be right there on the screen to make it super easy for all of my friends to support the podcast. Before we get too far on this episode, I do want to make a correction. I may have misspoke. I may have gave some uh, semi-inaccurate information on a previous episode. I got an update and a message from a friend here who was uh, paying a little bit more attention than myself. We're going to jump right in. We're going to read this message. This one came from our friend used to be cool, and it politely says, I am only writing to say I think you made a mistake when discussing the Joe Biden pardoning people with federal convictions for simple possession. And I do understand where I went wrong. We will get to that. And thank you for gently correcting me. Uh, I'm not afraid to be gently corrected. I do always ask for uh, questions, corrections, comments, concerns. Please do send those to me. Again, the email address is at hotmail.com. Let's get into this one. It says, I think you made a mistake. I watched Biden make the announcement, but I do not recall him saying anything about a release of prisoners, which is what I misunderstood and where I misspoke. It says, His announcement was to say that he was pardoning people with federal convictions convictions for possession. Now, the result of any pardon would be to release anyone serving time. But as you pointed out, and which Biden would have already been aware, no one was serving time for simple possession. So that makes sense so far. It says a pardon acts to wipe out any conviction as if it never happened. And that is what Mr. Biden has accomplished. So that is a little bit different. That does make a big difference. That does do some different things for a few people that may have affected more people. So we'll talk about that briefly. He does go on. He says, while Mr. Biden may have been fishing for votes, he still did the right thing. 
yet I would urge you to correct the record. And then he signs it with his cool name, used to be cool. Big shout out to my buddy, used to be cool. You guys, I appreciate these types of updates, these types of corrections. The only way I get stopped from saying crazy stuff on here is if somebody does correct me. So thank you for the correction and the update. Now let's talk about that real briefly here. I don't want to dwell on old news. I misspoke. I thought that nobody was going to get released from federal prison, which that's as, that is accurate. What's going to happen is some people are going to be pardoned, which means their federal cannabis crimes will be wiped away, which will help people out. Why would this be beneficial to people? Because on a lot of job applications, it says, have you ever been convicted of a crime? And now if you don't have a federal cannabis crime on your record, you're probably open to a lot more job opportunity. You're probably also open to a lot more educational opportunities. When you apply for colleges, it says, do you have any drug crimes? Right there you go, yeah, I got a federal cannabis crime. Guess what? No job for you. Guess what? They deleted that. More opportunity for also, this could give people the opportunity for more loans. More people will be able to start their own business. So the main thing that this did is it wiped a, uh, a dent off of a lot of people's record. A lot of people got a fresh start. We erased some junk, some uh, some cannabis crimes. That will help people out. That will give people more opportunity, which is what the world, especially the states, need right now. We need more opportunity so the bottom line is more opportunity. People will be able to get more jobs. They'll be able to get more loans. They'll be able to go to more schooling. They'll be able to better themselves and make a better future for themselves and not be uh, stopped or blocked or have a hurdle of a federal cannabis crime in the way. So my friend used to be cool. Thank you for the great update, my dude. Uh, thank you for keeping me on my toes and keeping me straight. I do appreciate it. You guys, like I said before, don't be shy. If you hear me say something silly, something you don't agree with, send me a message. Sometimes Jesse will send me a text message. He'll be like, Hey bro, you should have said 1212. You said 24 or 18, six or 19, five or some shit. And I try to correct it and come on and say, Hey, I messed that up. You guys pay attention. Keep me on my toes. I do appreciate it. I'm no wizard. I'm no guru. I just have a show. And sometimes I will make some mistakes. Thanks for keeping me on my toes. All right. I've been rambling enough about that. Um, I do want to keep talking about some things before we jump into the main topic of today's podcast. I do want to announce that uh, the Blueberry Butcher Seeds will be back on iRead Direct for Halloween. That is right. Blueberry Butcher Seeds. Been packaging them up, getting them ready. Halloween, they will be on the website at iReadDirect.com. Anybody that gets a pack of Blueberry Butcher Seeds while supplies last, they will come with a free pack of Platinum Tangy Cross to the Jack the Ripper. Here's the catch, you guys. I need help naming the Platinum Tangy to Jack the Ripper Cross. What is a cool name for that? I need a cool name. You guys always have the greatest input, the greatest feedback and advice. I want to see in the comments section, what do we call Platinum Tangy? It's a Platinum Tangy female to a Jack the Ripper male. It's got that tangy candy goodness. It's got some spicy dryer sheet sort of aromas to it. Uh, lots of lemon tangy aromas and a really ripping, soaring head high. So help me out with the name to that. Uh, Platinum Tangy female pollinated by a Jack the Ripper male needs a cool name. All right, where do we go from there? Oh, also, everything on iRedirect does get free packs with every order. All right, that's enough advertising here. Let's jump into the main topic. I do have a great email that came from our friend. I'm not sure if he wants his name said or not, or they want their name said or not. We gotta be careful. Uh, but let's jump right into this email. It's right here in front of me. There's no need to stare at it. Let's read it to the kind people. This message goes a little bit like this. It says, yo, what's up, Rasta Jeff? I'm just about to listen to episode 590, and I'm super super interested in testing of your seeds. Yes, a lot of people are interested in testing seeds. There are a lot of new things ready to be tested. People are contacting me. If you've watched the tester episode, watch that before you reach out. Another requirement will be that you do join the Discord. If you are on the Discord, you've got a much greater chance of being uh, qualified, accepted, and approved as a tester because I have everybody posting their tester logs 
on the Discord. That way I can just go to one spot. I can go Discord, tester tab, scroll through and see what everybody's doing. That's how I start my mornings. I do some morning chores and I sit there in my morning smoke and scroll in the testers. That's usually what I do. Anyway, go watch the episode. Let me know what you think. If you still want to be a tester, join the Discord. We'd love to see you there. There should be a link in the show notes and the video description. It goes on. It says, I'll get back to you on that after I listen. I'm in NorCal in Shasta County and I grow for myself. All right, we don't need to read all that. It says, my main question right now is, I see that Ethos Genetics has a seed pack called Colin OG. Yes, they do. Big shout out to our friends at Ethos Genetics. Uh, big up to my buddy Colin, the uh, the head motherfucker in charge over there at Ethos Seeds. Uh, they do have a strain. It goes on. It says, I see Ethos Genetics has a seed pack called Colin OG. They do have a strain called Colin OG. Of course, all of us breeders name a strain after ourselves. We got the Lemon Jeffrey for me. Uh, there's a Jeff's OG that was really rare. Maybe we'll remake some more of those. But yes, there is a Colin OG that is made by the Ethos Collective. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about that. It says, uh, it says it's got Grateful Dog in it from Irie Genetics. Yes, it absolutely does. It says, I'm curious, was this a collab on your part or did he just buy a pack of your seeds? It's much deeper than both of those, bro. You're going to love this story. This is going to be fun. It says, I'm curious. Oh, where were we? Uh, then did, uh, did he buy a pack of seeds? Then did the breeding work, uh, made his packs and is giving you credit after the fact. Uh, and he wraps it up. He says, thanks, man. I love the podcast and everything you do for the community. Thanks. Much love and respect your way from Lucas. Big shout out to our friend Lucas, bro. I hope it's okay that I said your name on the show because too late, I'm not going to edit that shit out. So uh, the first question um, is, did he just buy a pack of your seeds? Uh, let's see. Collab. Was this a collab on your part or did he just buy a pack of your seeds? That's a really good question. Let me talk about the Grateful Dog. Let me unpack this a little bit more. Uh, the Grateful Dog. I made the Grateful Dog from a, so I got a pack of, a lot of people may not know this story. A lot of people are gathering around and turning up their AirPods to hear this one because people have been requesting and asking for this episode. And I'm kind of excited to deliver this story right now. This is going to be really cool. Here we go. Grateful Dog. Um, I bought a bunch of seeds. And within that bunch of seeds, I got a pack of seeds called Deadhead OG from the Cali Connection. Yes, controversial company. Uh, feel what you will. Think what you may. Um, that, that's where the seeds came from. The, the opinions and feedback don't matter right now. That's straight up history. That's what happened. I'm not going to change anything. Uh, it's a pack of Deadhead OG from the Cali Connection. I grew those out. There were several phenotypes that were fire. There were a couple phenotypes that were not fire in my opinion, but a couple of them were hot fucking fire. Uh, number nine was my favorite uh, phenotype out of that batch. Out of the population, number nine was the best looking plant in my opinion. It had a gassy, um, a funky gassy thing that when you smelled it, your eyes kind of squinted like, what is that? But then it also had a earthy musky thing that you went, oh, I want some of that. But then after, then I dried it and cured it and smoked it. And it had musky, gassy, skunky funk. But then when you exhaled it a couple seconds later, a berry thing would hit your tongue. You'd be like, well, now there's fucking melons and berries in there. It's like, it was really confusing, complex, delicious weed. So that was number nine. That was Deadhead OG number nine is what that was. So I took Deadhead OG number nine. I took two clones of that plant because you need two clones to do what I'm about to do. I put silver thiosulfate on one and reversed it. That made pollen. That was all female pollen. I put that female pollen on the other clone. It is, they're both number nine. It is Deadhead OG number nine. The seeds that came from there, I selected one out of that one, and I started calling that one Grateful Dog. Then I grew a bunch of those. My favorite keeper out of that, I called it Grateful Dog. It was Deadhead OG, but I had selfed it and made my own out of that. That one became Grateful Dog. We later took, do I even want to tell this part? 
Once again, I took that original pollen and put it on my Grateful Dog and made another one that I called 77. If you're a Grateful Dead fan, uh, maybe I've talked about this before. 77 is just one of my favorite years of the Grateful Dead. Uh, 72, 77, that era, but 77 is fucking awesome. And since I had Deadhead OG, I made Grateful Dog, and then I made 77 from that. 77 never got released. That one's mine. I play with that. You guys can't have it. But uh, that is how Grateful Dog got made. It was a Deadhead OG reversed. I selfed it. Uh, and then it's one of the, it's an S1. It's one of the selfed from the Deadhead OG. So that is where that came from. Then I was, here's where the story gets fun. I'm checking my notes to make sure I'm staying on track here because I'm high and I get rambly. Big shout out to our friends uh, for the Lemon Jeffrey uh, concentrates. So I make Grateful Dog, right? Um, I grow a bunch of seeds out. I find one that's a champ. I keep this one champ. I'm growing it. I'm smoking it. Everywhere I go in town, Anytime I open up my bag or pack a bowl or roll a joint or light a bowl, people go, bro, what kind of weed is that? It was getting a lot of attention. That shit was fire in my opinion and a lot of other people's opinion. That was top quality cannabis. Some of the best herb I ever bred and or grew and or smoked. So it was one of my favorites. That's why you people hear about it. That's why it's uh, always sought after. That's why it's a legend. So I went to go see a concert at Red Rocks. I believe I was at either Reggae on the Rocks I believe it was a reggae on the rocks and revolution was the headlining act. I was way into revolution at the time. I ended up going to this concert by myself. The person that was supposed to go with me backed out. They weren't able to make it. I went to reggae on the rocks by myself. Not a big deal. I love a concert by myself. I'm, there's going to be 9,000 other people there to make friends with. It's cool. I'm going to have a good time. Don't worry. So we go to the concert. I go to the concert. And anytime I go to a concert, I roll up a lot of joints. Back in the day, they used to be more strict about letting you take weed into concerts. I'm in Colorado. Now they don't really care very much. Uh, but back in the day, they used to be more, uh, more. they would scrutinize you more for having your weed. They would pat you down, search you, take your shit. So my theory was I'd put three joints in this pocket, three joints in this pocket, three joints here, three joints here. And I would just be a walking joint dispenser. That way, if they found these three, they'd go, oh, I got your weed and they'd quit. And I'd still have 30 more joints tucked away somewhere in my clothing that I could get into that concert. So I took a bunch of joints in there. And there are several bands ahead of Revolution. So we're smoking and just hanging out, dancing to the music. I'm by myself, just getting down. I kept a joint burning the entire time. Like I just did not put out a joint. I, would, I got there. I got my space. I decided here's where I'm standing, lit up a joint, started smoking it. As soon as that joint went out, I flicked the roach, light up another one. I had plenty. I was by myself. I was not going to run out of weed. I knew that. I noticed that this kid next to me, this, this dude next to me about my age, he looked cool. Um, he was smoking weed too. And I noticed every time I would light a joint, he would look over like, damn, that smells good. And he would light his own joint and I would smell his weed and go, nah, mine's better. And if it was better, I would have shared with him. If he had good weed that enticed me, I would have been like, can I hit your weed? You can hit my weed. We would have had a talk. But I was like, I got the good weed. I'm going to stay over here. And I just hung out by myself. Uh, eventually, after a few joints and me lighting up a joint and that dude lighting a joint and me lighting another and he lighting another and uh, all of my stuff smelled better than his every time. It was just the Grateful Dog is all I was smoking. Eventually, he leans over and he goes, man, you got some really good weed. And I was like, oh, thank you, bro. And he asks, what is that? And I told him, it's called the Grateful Dog. And he goes, I've never heard of that. And I told him, I bred it. And now this is like, this was Colorado around probably 2008, 2009, maybe 2010-ish. I could check and find the exact date. Uh, but I know when this happened and I know the timeline. Around that time, this happened. And around that time, everybody in Colorado, every white guy with dreadlocks was a new seed breeder, had some new hash company, had a new dispensary or something. So when I was like, I bred this, he was just kind of like, eh, he was a little bit skeptical. And he's like, well, where can I get a cut of that? And I was like, oh man, I don't really want to sell a cut. 
And then he introduced himself and he was like, well, my name is this. Uh, should I say his name? His name is Noah. Fuck it. This is history, bro. We got to get the history right. So my buddy Noah said, uh, my name is Noah and I am the owner of Mile High Green Cross. And at the time, so this was around the same year that uh, Mile High Green Cross won first place in the Denver High Times Cannabis Cup for their Banana Kush or Banana OG. So if you want to reference that date when Mile High Green Cross won the Denver Cannabis Cup for their Banana Kush or Banana OG, it's banana. That's all I needed to remember. That's the same year that this story happened. And Revolution was at Red Rocks that year as well. That's the year that this story took place. So uh, my boy Noah says, I own Mile High Green Cross and I've been smoking Banana Kush and it smells good and it won the Cannabis Cup. And I was like, nice. And then he's like, I'd be willing to give you this much money for a cut of that plant. And I'd been thinking that if anybody wanted a cut of that plant, that was the number that I wanted. He told me the number that I'd had in mind. And I said, that's a really good, acceptable deal, bro. And I was like, I live here. It's about two and a half hours from where we are right now. Uh, here's my phone number. I will cut the clones for you as soon as I get home from this adventure seeing reggae. And then in about two weeks, give me a call, come to my house and we'll fucking, I'll give you this clone for the money that you offered. And so basically that's how Noah, um, acquired that clone. So he followed through. He called me into, I came home, I cut the clones two and a half ish weeks later, he came down and picked up his clones of grateful dog. When he came down, he also brought me other clones. He brought other stuff. That's where I got the, um, the action Bronson cut. That is a uh, silver chem, uh, chem D to super silver haze. I'm not sure which order that's in, but that's where I got the action Bronson cut, which made a couple of great crosses. Some of my uh, a couple of really great plants actually came. The Hell's OG actually came from our friend Noah. He would just trade me and bring me a lot of stuff. We established a pretty cool relationship. Let me give Noah a big shout out. I knew that when I was giving Noah clones that my clone technique sucked. I cut a bunch of clones of Grateful Dog, hoping to get a couple of solid cuts to give to him. I wanted them to root and so that he could have something fancy. When he got here to get them, he looked disappointed in my clones. And to be honest, I was my clone skill was lacking at the time. I wasn't where I am now, which I'm not sad to admit. I'm not afraid to admit. You got to start somewhere. You got to learn everything. My clones really sucked at this time. So he's like, bro, what you need is an easy cloner. And I was like, an easy cloner. And he's like, the clone machine. I was like, oh, tell me about it. So he showed me pictures and videos. I was like, I need one of those. And then he wanted a bunch of cuts from me. Some stuff that I wasn't really excited to let go of. You know what I mean? Like sometimes you have clones you don't want to get rid of. Some I'll share. Some I'm, you can't have. And he's like, I want a couple of these. And I was like, ah. And then I said, he, he made an offer. One of us made an offer. He offered to trade me an easy cloner machine for a couple of cuts. So what we did was he bought an easy cloner and brought it to my place where I was growing. We went into my mother room. We cut clones and filled up the easy clone machine. He showed me how to get it running, get it dialed in, get it pH'd and set up how to cut the clones, how to put them in there. Then about 10 days later, he got to come back and pick up the clones of choice out of the cloner. That's how he got paid. I traded him those cuts for the easy cloner and the knowledge. So that's how my clone game got uh, springboarded, got leaps and bounds of improvement was from my friend Noah from Mile High Green Cross. If you hear this, bro, fist bump, big up. I hope you're well wherever you are. We've kind of lost touch. Uh, he had a child. I don't think he's in the cannabis industry anymore. He's kind of doing his own thing. We kind of don't keep in touch anymore. I'm doing my thing. He's doing his. Um, he'll come around. We never lose touch for forever. That's how this industry works. Anyway, so uh, my buddy gets the cut. Um, we, we meet each other at Red Rocks. He comes to my place. He gets the cut. We develop a relationship. He teaches me how to fill the easy cloner. Now, he's got his uh, Grateful Dog clone that he takes into a commercial facility. He acquires a commercial grow. In that grow, he had a lot of my stuff. He had a lot of my plants in there. 
Uh, I would give him seed packs and let him run the seeds in there. And then he would bring me back the keepers. We had a pretty cool setup. So Noah's got my clone of Grateful Dog. He's running it in his commercial facility. Eventually, Noah decides he doesn't want that commercial facility anymore. This just happens. The rules change. The laws change so much that a lot of people that were in it for the passion, for the heart, uh, we couldn't come up with the million dollars that we needed for some of the new rule changes. So instead of doing that, a lot of people just sold out, uh, sold their business, got some money and got out of the business because it went to corporate. They pushed out all the people with heart and they gave it to all the people with suits and no knowledge. And that's why uh, that's why it's all commercial, corporate, crappy weed now in the dispensaries because the people that care about it, we want to do a good job. But the people in the suits, they want money coming in yesterday and that kind of messes it up. So my buddy Noah gets out of the industry and he sells his grow to a guy by the name of Colin. Colin is the owner of Ethos Collective or Ethos Seeds. That is how Colin acquired my Grateful Dog Cut. So at that point, he's got full access. It's his. It's in that grow facility. That's his plant. He can do whatever he wants with it. Anybody can breed with my seeds. If you've got my beans, you're allowed to breed with them. If you've got a clone that came from me, you're allowed to breed with that. I did not invent cannabis. I didn't just cough or fart or sneeze or meditate one day or pull them out of my dreadlocks. I did not make seeds out of thin air. I had to use seeds and or clones that came from, guess what? Other breeders. They had to come from somewhere. Nobody invented cannabis. We're all using other people's creations, other people's platforms, other people's, what is it, foundation. We're all using other people's seeds and clones. So I feel no uh, territorial or no whatever it is. Breed with my seeds. I just want credit. If there's one of my plants in there and you list it on the package, give me some credit. Maybe send me a pack of seeds. Don't change names. Don't be shady. If you do everything ethically and cool, it may be beneficial for you to say that there is one of my crosses in there. That makes things desirable. When you put something good in it, people want that shit. So uh, Colin acquires my grateful dog through the purchase of Noah's commercial facility. Now he's got it. At this point, he can do whatever he wants with it, which is where he bred it and he created his own Colin OG. I'm pretty sure that's Grateful Dog, Sour Diesel, and the White. I could be wrong. There could be more. There's flow in there somewhere, I do believe. Uh, I should have Googled that. But that is Colin's creation. That's Colin OG. Yes, there absolutely is some Grateful Dog in there. And then let's address that second part of the question. I kind of touched on it just a little bit here. Um, did he buy it? I'm curious. Was this a collab? It wasn't really a collab, and he did not buy seeds. He got the clone. Uh, and then he did do the breeding work. And yes, he is making packs and giving me credit after the fact, which is very... Uh, admirable and respectful of that guy to give me credit after the fact. Now, um, the part about, is this a collab? Technically, uh, no, but untechnically, yeah, we're all collabing. Anybody that I have put their pollen and my seeds or their seeds and my pollen or my plants and their pollen together, we're technically collabing. It's not always an approved or a, an endorsed or signed or whatever planned out collab for both of us. But yeah, anybody that, all of you guys out there, if you use one of my plants, a female or a male, and you breed it to something, technically, basically, I guess you can say we collabed. I can't deny it because my pollen is in your plants. So yeah, uh, technically we did collab, but untechnically, no, it wasn't like a uh, a planned, thought out collab. He just did his thing. Um, and I can't be mad about it. I breed with a lot of his stuff. The uh, lemon, what is it? The lemon OG haze that I worked with, that came from Colin and I made the sonic boom out of that one. So can't be mad about him working with my stuff. I'm doing it too. Big up, Colin. Hope you're well. If you ever hear this, bro, hope you're well. I'm pretty sure he's learning to play piano pretty well. I can play some drums a little bit. Let's do some uh, some funky jazz piano drum sort of stuff together one day. That should be fun. All right. I feel like I'm rambling. Let me check my notes and get myself back on track. Um, yeah, I think I covered the main 
uh, portions of this email, we're all collabing, you guys. Um, there are other collabs when I do call breeders and I say, hey, do you want to do this? Or we talk about it and we do plan projects. But most of the time, uh, it's just me selecting stuff. It's really fun when you talk to, I can't tell you who I'm trying to work with right now, but there's one breeder and I'm like, hey, I want to use this. And they're like, let me find the perfect pheno. What are you going to use? And I'm like this, and we're kind of planning it out. They're going to select one end. I'm going to select the other. We're going to breed that shit together. It's going to be stellar. Can't tell you too much about it. There are a couple of those in the works. Um, that's all I think I should talk about for this episode because I have said a whole lot of stuff. I talked about the Grateful Dog. I made a correction. I feel like if we just leave this episode just Grateful Dog, it'll be a good standalone topic on its own. So, ladies, gentlemen, boys, girls, pimps, hoes, friends, foes, smokers, growers, clone cutters, pollen chuckers, all of you beautiful cannabis enthusiasts out there, I do want to thank you once again for hanging out for another episode of the Grow From Your Heart podcast. Again, if you have any questions, corrections, comments, or concerns, I would love to hear from you. The email address is hotmail.com mail.com. If you feel like this episode was educational, informative, or entertaining, maybe you just like to throw me a tip. All you have to do is visit patreon.com forward slash grow from your heart. If I said any of that too quickly, if you need any more information, perhaps you want to join the discord. Maybe you're looking for seeds. Maybe you're looking for merch. I recommend you check out my website, iregenetics.com. All right. That's all I've got for you. I'll be back in a couple of days with fresh new content. I want to give a big shout out to my buddy Sonic. And until next time, take a fat dab and give your mom a hug for me.